First off, a special thank you to our amazing Patreon.com patrons. Kayla, Sarah, Joe, Jill, Kevin, Mary, Karen, Jennifer, Robin, Janae, Anna, Barbara, Diane, Suze, Stephanie, Erica, Tare, and our forever first, Trisha. As Patreon patrons, they get early access to our episodes, our eternal gratefulness for helping us express our love for all things Project Runway. And if you are unfamiliar with Patreon.com, well, it's a wonderful little site whose mission is to support creative work. There, you can make a small donation of support to the podcast to help out with production costs. If you'd like to become a Patreon patron, visit our page on patreon.com forward slash the workroom podcast. The link is in the show notes. Designers, as you all know, you're each creating a design that you hope will be photographed, blown up, and placed on a billboard in New York City. Needless to say, this reward is huge. So with this in mind, there is another element to this challenge. You know, it's gonna be like, make another dress out of your scraps. I think there's gonna be people that are gonna crack. Oh, All you lovely listeners, welcome back into the workroom, a labor of love dedicated to Project Runway. I'm Ernest, and uh, 40 foot belly button holes are my deliberate design specialty. Mm, good to know. I'm Patricia, and I'm too thin, and I ate my outfit. <laughs> um, yes, so uh, welcome back, listeners, um, and welcome back to our intro one lighters because. This is where we are in the vintage Project Runway timeline. And uh, it's wonderful to be back with you all. And just to remind everyone, please keep sending us all of your hot takes, your questions, your gossips, your rants, and your raves, and also your beautiful notes. Thank you so much um, to us at intheworkroom at gmail.com. And that is intheworkroom at gmail.com. And we're also on Instagram at the Workroom Podcast and on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the workroom. And just to let y'all know, we have a cheat sheet that is a visual um, read along and I will prompt you when it's time to click on that link and you can follow along with us as we talk through the final designs um, at the end of the episode. And of course, we are on Patreon and for our wonderful, lovely Patreon patrons, Patricia and I are still making our way through Next in Fashion. So uh, we are going through that um, that sh- the you know Next Netflix non Project Runway <laughs> show, and then Nalan and I again just wrapped a stitch in time, and uh, we are um, coming back with a, another show, a TBD. Stay tuned. We are. No, actually not TBD. Like we've kind of decided on it. It's just, you know, a matter of time before we drop our next bonus episode about the next show that we're, we're um, launching into. Um, so, yeah. And so, of course, we are continuing here into our a vintage land of season eight, Project Runway. Uh, we're back in 2010. And um, but before we actually get into the episode, I want to start with some news that we've already kind of touched on on Instagram and on it's floating around Twitter it's floating around all of the um the the social media platforms but we have word that filming for season 19 
has begun or will start soon. They said spring. We're officially in spring. So I feel like that's now. I would like to think so. I just got back to New York City (laughs) from Rochester. So I will be on the lookout (laughs) for filming of the show. Thank God that I I know that, you know, that it's happening. So um, we will be on the lookout for that. And also Carly Kloss will not be returning as a regular host and judge. So we still don't know or I haven't gotten word who will be replacing her. Um, We've got mixed reviews from um, you listeners. Most actually, I shouldn't say mixed. Most of you guys are happy. So so the ones who are not happy about this, I would love to hear from you, too. But mostly what I've heard is people are just like, yeah, OK, great. Let's move on. <laughs> bye, KK. Like, bye. I'm like, OK, all right. Um, and then also something that I wanted to make sure you all knew about is that there is this an, a, a, there's going to be a live fashion show that features almost all of the designers that we've covered on this podcast. And then it's called the collective fashion show. So I don't know if any of you guys have heard about this, um, but it's going to feature reality TV show fashion designers um, that, that, you know, that we know and and love um, including, I'll just say hot Adolfo. Uh, So our Patreon patrons know that that's, that's what I, (laughs) that's how I refer to him. um, (laughs) They're going through next in fashion. so funny. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so Hot Adolfo, um, Brandon Key from Project Runway season sixteen, Charles, aka Stressy, from oh Next in Fashion, God. Jenny from uh, Project Runway season fifteen, Kentaro season sixteen winner, Kenya Freeman season sixteen from My Bracket, um, uh, Kiki from Next in Fashion, our streetwear queen, yes, um, COVID from. And also, I think it's COVID. I should say COVID because, uh, you know, the, his name means something different now. But COVID from season 17. Majing Wong from season 15, a podcast favorite. Martha from Making the Cut, who was cut first. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and then Megan from Making the Cut also will be there. Samantha Ray from six, season 16, also a podcast favorite and a bracket favorite. Um, Sebastian Gray, seven, season 17 winner. Tessa Clark, season 17. And then Will Riddle from Making the Cut um, as well. So so what what's happening here is that all of these designers will be streaming their whole process. They're going to meet their models live for the first time then they're going to make the clothes for the models live and then they're going to have the runway live and so it's going to happen over a few days and i'll put the link to the to this in the the show notes um it's kind of like a complicated thing i I don't think nothing like this has ever happened before so um so i'm I'm still kind of trying to wrap my head around how to access this and i believe it might happen um uh throughout multiple cities but um, I, th- I believe the collective fashion show is based in Cincinnati and the host will be Amy Bond from Project Runway season 16. <laughs> it's just kind of this hey. whole uh, reality universe of, of folks getting together and um, some of my favorite people. So I don't know. What do you what do you think about that? I, I'll be, I know I'll be watching. Um, it, it sounds very wild. It sounds like trying to make televised fashion be more like sports yes <laughs> okay yeah it's, it's kind of like I, 
be watching. Venturing into Top Chef area, probably. We're just, you know, I can just imagine them running around, running towards their models and be like, oh, okay. Oh my God. So hello, uh, good to meet you. And let's kind of speed up this process that should take a year into like a day. So, right, you know. Right. So, yeah. And I, yeah. I, uh, yeah. Right. Well, uh, we'll we'll continue to talk about this, and I would love to hear uh, y'all's thoughts on it, listeners. If you know about this, how you're feeling about it, if you're excited, um, I'm so glad that Adolfo will be a part of this. So that's just mostly I'm excited about that. Um, and also, I just have to say, Kenya, I just love Kenya Freeman. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so excited about her and Kiki. All right, okay, let's move on. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. So many, re- so many reasons to watch. I know. All right. So it's time to get into episode two. And, um, you know, fun fact, we, you know, we, we've been talking about this on podcast. I just thought this episode was so funny to me and, um, and, and, and just hilarious. And I really enjoyed this so much more than the first episode. Not saying that I didn't enjoy the first episode, but this, this one, I, I know. Um, something's going on. All right. So, so let's, let's begin. And, and of course the designers are waking up in the Atlas hotel at the butt crack of dawn. They're exhausted, but also they're officially on the show. So remember this is, a, <laughs> this is, um, technically episode one. We saw episode, you know, n- negative one last week and, and they're finally on the show. Everyone's relieved that they're officially on the show and they they no longer have to audition mm-hmm. um yeah yeah and we kind of get some room dynamics between um uh you know the the two hotel rooms or the mini myriad hotel rooms that are holding the, the designers um but let's get to the rooftop this is essentially the scene that you would typically get on the first episode where you meet Heidi and Tim with some champagne and you celebrate um, but instead of celebrating and having them thrown their first loo, uh, their first curveball, they're officially getting their first challenge. Um, and uh, I also have to uh, to, to note that um, here, like Tim looks, Tim looks a little rough around the edges, like more rough than normal, and it just kind of looks like he needed a nap. And I would like to think that it's because he felt so guilty from the day before. You know, oh. throwing the designers through a five-hour challenge. <laughs> yeah, that I just would like to think that you know, just Tim's just enormous levels of empathy just did not allow him to sleep because the designers were so wrecked the day before. Mm. But um, you, you you probably don't agree. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't think he looked. I mean, he looked just a little sunburnt. So I was like, how long were they up on that roof for? You know, oh, maybe that's <laughs> what think... that was. He's like, yeah, yeah, no, I'm in my three piece suit. <laughs> I'm hot. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about that. I was thinking about like at this moment, I was thinking it's great that the show gave people a chance, mm-hmm. you know, just writing people off when they weren't unsure. But at the same time, um, it's sort of like really um it's really uncomfortable to see people go through what they go through yeah it like really that. yeah it really is um yeah well so we're on this roof and we're also joined by joanna coles who is the editor-in-chief of marie claire magazine and um she's introducing the challenge which is surprisingly very straightforward 
it's just a straight up Marie Claire big time challenge right off the bat also. So Joanna Coles um, introduces the um, the challenge by saying that, you know, Marie Claire wants design, wants you to design a look that tells the audience in a single brief glance who the Marie Claire woman is. And um, Marie Claire gets what Marie Claire wants. So Marie Claire is intelligent, practical, fashion forward, confident and sexy. And the winner will have their design featured in a billboard campaign running in Times Square. So it's going to be literally huge. (laughs) It's a huge challenge. It's a huge prize. And it's actually going to be like an actual huge win. So um, I love that at this moment, Valerie, you know, it's just like, I mean, like who gets to be on a billboard unless you're like... (laughs) Marky Mark from the Funky Bunch or Bono. I mean, it's, you know, 2010. Yeah. And these are totally current references <laughs> that I'm making right now. Yeah. 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 And you know what I thought about? Mm-hmm. Like, I was wondering as I was watching this, I was like, did they speed up the voice of this candidate or what? Like, <clears throat> does this person really speak that fast? Did you, did you, did you have a reaction to the speed of this person's voice or no? So Valerie is a fast talker. And also, I wonder if it's a version of this Daily Motion video that you saw, because some of them are kind of fast. But Valerie, in and of it, of herself, like just just objectively, speaks really fast. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so Joanna Coles is explaining that it's just it's going to be forty feet tall, so bad workmanship will show up and. I'm just saying we refuse to admit that we typically retouch the shit out of our billboard campaigns to put the pressure on. And like, it's like there, there's no way that that really is an issue, but it, it is a design um, component, you know, just to think these have to be impeccably made because 40 feet, we're going to choose an, an unimpeccably made outfit and then just blow it up 40 times. Um, yeah, whatever. Anyway, but the photographer there, um, the photographer is, will be J- James Bakari, who some people are very excited about, whose name I still don't really, you know, I'm, I for one am really terrible at following um, who fashion photographers are, but um, his bona fides are that he shoots for Victoria's Secret and does editorial shoots for, for Marie Claire. And um, also just want to point out that this whole time that Joanna Coles is mostly making eye contact with Tim and Heidi, because I would like to think that she's like, you know, I spend most of my days in the penthouse of Marie Claire offices and um, I am too important to be talking to the crowd of plebeians standing before me who are really the people who need to be listening to what I'm saying. But honestly, I'm just too good for that. I don't know. Just, I just love that she mostly engaged with Heidi and Tim (laughs) during this time. Um, yeah, I really like her a lot. Anyway, so Tim, um, says that this is a one day challenge compared to what they had the day before. He says that five hours is a luxury. And I thought, hmm, not for a billboard in Times Square. It's not with all of the, with all the pressure put on by not having, by making something impeccable in a day, uh, because it's going to be blown up to 40 feet then can you give them two but no no this is a uh, season eight uh they start off with five hours uh they ought to be happy 
to get eight hours or 12 maybe. So, um, so yeah, so that, so that's the challenge. They get 30 minutes to sketch. We see a little bit of what they're into and how they're approaching this challenge. Um, and of course it's, it's really, I think kind of fascinating because they have a prompt, of course. So they haven't, um, they have to represent the Marie Claire woman, Joanna Coles just stood before them and ticked off a list of the things that they're looking for. So, you know, sophisticated, not sophisticated, but fashion forward, practical. She's intelligent mm-hmm. and confident and sexy. Um, and so, but this is, a, I think, a point in the show where we kind of see people going off the rails a little bit. Um, first off, AJ. So AJ is our Heatherette-like designer. And AJ instantly starts talking about grunge punk rock and um his uh inspirations are more like a courtney love a blondie um you know and he's making an outfit that one of these performers would wear to a rock show as the marie claire woman um in particular so yeah um we also have michael d who doesn't have a plan he's just like i'm just gonna sprint towards the fabrics that i love which i'm just like knit so you're gonna go to mood and just like you know gravitate towards a knit michael d i think you need a plan um yeah yeah and then we have gretchen who's who's never done pants by herself and is doing pants for the first time she's just throwing herself some type of challenge and i had a thought she's like you know what I'm clearly the best in this room. It's just so clear. Right. So I need to give myself like something hard to do. Yeah. I need to show that I'm the only one who's like paying attention here and following the script of the show. I'm listening to the storyline producer. Okay. I'm listening. <laughs> um, and then we have little Mondo who's making a list and, and a pretty involved list, I have to say. And I really... I really connected with Mondo here because Mondo's like, you know, I'll get in a mood and I'll forget something and I need to, I need to make this list. And I'm pretty sure I'm probably the only one who's doing this. And I'm like, yeah, I think you are. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I need exhaustive lists when, wherever I go places because I get easily distracted and very important things just slip my, slip my mind. Um, and we'll also see that like Mondo does not sketch, but this is in a sense, a sketch for Mondo. Yeah, but didn't Mondo sketch last week? Did he? I thought so. I, I thought Mondo sketched last week. We saw something. I think it was a stick figure. Which is a sketch, right? That counts. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh and then, you know, talk about not listening to the prompt. We have straight Jason who you know, AJ's talking about grunge. Michael D doesn't have a plan. And then we have Jason who wants to make, really wants to make an infinity dress because it's, you know, it's like an idea that I've had in my mind the whole time. So like while that British bra was talking, I was listening to myself because all I could think about was that thing that I always wanted to make and also, you know, commemorate season eight. So infinity sign season eight, Project Runway. Yeah. And it's like, okay. All right. Um, how unnecessary was all of that? Yeah, I, it's just, uh, I just thought that his whole thing about the, in, how, you know, 
there are a lot of tangents in his explanation that don't really make any sense, but his idea around the infinity and then number eight included people or just his, you know, like a societal critique or a societal observation that um, people are afraid of death. And I was just like, well, you know, um, in thinking about the Marie Claire woman, whoever this person is, um, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, I don't, I don't, it's, yeah, sure, whatever. It's, yeah. Anyway, neither here nor there. But um, we have this, uh, yeah. Are we just going to skip over the uh, give the straight guy a break? part Listen. oh Does, did I, I i was like what oh yeah what like oh i didn't know that, that this was this part yeah i have nothing in my in my my notes was, here about that it was right at the beginning and i was like oh my goodness somebody chose to put this on the show okay yeah <laughs> yeah I um, but i mean what i thought about this was just sort of like the marie claire woman i think they was, they're assuming that she has a job and she's going somewhere at least. And I, you know, I guess I can, you know, AJ's Marie Claire woman is going to a rock show. That's all right. Um, at least she's going somewhere, but where are we going with an infinity dress? And I want to know where Michael D's Marie Claire woman is going. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just want to lastly say about this, that like the number, the infinity symbol looks like the number eight, but it's actually not the number eight. Wait. So it's wait. actually a totally different proportion. Patricia, uh, hold what? on. You're blowing oh. all of our minds. <laughs> Are no, you I'm saying not. that infinity <laughs> oh. is not a number? <laughs> it's yes. not a new nu- it's not a numeral? <laughs> wait, like I look, I didn't make it mathematics were never my strong point, at least not like a, not like arithmetic, but like it's a symbol. Right, it's kind of like pi, right? It's a symbol. Yeah, yeah. That means like a thing, or that means an expression. It's not a, a numeric value, right? So I feel like to say number eight in infinity, it's like okay, yeah, it has the same motion, but it's actually different proportions. So, and I actually think that the infinity—I don't know—it depends on the person, but it's like I don't know. I just was so <laughs> like, come on, it's kind of like it's yeah. Kind of so it's kind of like us in the photography field, hearing people see a self-portrait from 19 or, or, or even 18 something being like, oh, look, a Victorian selfie. And it's like, no, no, a selfie is a very specific thing. And so that's why, like, it, it's just, yeah, it's that. It's that. <laughs> it's conceptually thin. Um, it's very shoehorned. And it doesn't fit the brief <laughs> it it does yeah. not um yeah so so that's kind of uh um that that will continue to come up um as we go into this episode go figure all right so w- the designers get to take their first trip to mood and they have 150 dollars um a budget and they get 30 minutes and everyone politely goes around mood um complaining about how much mood does not have so i mean and just in in this portion we have some people who are having some some issues in ways that i think is unfair to mood (laughs) like peach 
who is looking for cotton tweed houndstooth thingy. And she's like, but they only had wool. So I had to like grab this like polka dot and brown dupione. I'm like, oh God, oh, I can't find anything here. Whenever people complain about mood, it just ticks me off a little bit because. Why? Because mood is humongous. It's huge. And there's so many things to look for. And also, I, I think that there is a little bit of an excuse here that you're, you can't find what you want. Um, and you can't pivot or you can't adjust and it stresses you out. So therefore you blame mood, which has right. like yeah. every single type of fabric on the planet. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Ivy is also having a hard time because we we see like a little bit of her sketch, which has um, um, a rendering. But then in word, it, it, there's a notation next to it that goes all white question mark. And um, in that gigantic warehouse that is mood, she's just like, oh, God, like, oh, I can't find anything that I want. I'm just like, you can't find the white fabrics that you, that you want in mood. Um, so, yeah. We also find out that Nicholas is um, so. So Nicholas, um, who is our architect, is the their his conception is starting with a circle and he really wants to drape a jacket out of it. Um, and I immediately wrote in my notes, well, why, mm-hmm. why, why a circle? Where's your, where's your Marie Claire person going? And you know, and not, not a judgment, just like, so yeah. Why a circle? This is interesting. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right. <laughs> it's like, this is for a geographer reader of Marie Claire. Yeah. Yeah. Th- this could be, this could be um, uh, the type of Marie Claire, um, you know, customer who really is into um, that specific graphic. Perfectly fine at be- at the beginning. All right. Anything else about mood before you move back into the workroom? You know, not really. No. All right. So we don't see Swatch. I know Swatch is there, but we don't see Swatch, but that's fine. We go back into the workroom and Tim gives them until midnight and also gives them some tips um, that they should plan on finishing before the day is over so that for the next day, they can just tweak things a little bit. Um, and I and I thought this was interesting because we kind of we kind of get a lay of the land with, of course, their fabrics and it's, you know, they're 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 first time coming back from mood and it's a first full day and um we have peach who has kind of dug herself into a a little bit of a grave lined with polka dots she got fabric that she likes but um for her she's like it's just the same thing that i do over and over again like i'm on the show to just push myself but what i do i just bought this fabric that i am used to using so where am I going? I'm not going anywhere. I just have the same thing that I always get. And I'm just like, wait, we're on episode two. I know nothing about you, Peach, pretty much. Um, you've made one outfit on this episode, on, on the show. So I don't understand. Are you talking about just in life in general? You do this over and over again. We have not seen your work. This is interesting that she's really upset with herself that she chose the fabric that she chose. Well, it kind of made sense to me because even though we, like the viewers, 
don't know, the judges do because they've seen a reel, right? We haven't seen the reel. Yeah. So I think that maybe, I think that maybe Peach is like, oh no, they're going to say I'm just doing the same thing over and over. You know, they haven't seen enough for me to go on. So I thought that stress was legit, but I also feel like, well, I don't know. You knew what you were getting into, clearly. So what happened? Right. You know? Um, yeah. I don't know. And at least if you're, I think this is interesting. I mean, I, because I, I think the first couple of episodes, <laughs> you know, as a yeah, Project Runway story and as a non designer and as a non expert sewer, I would at least think watcher, that. Expert watcher, yes. Yeah, expert, expert watcher. Um, I think that it is okay for you to sort of play around in your comfort zone and to get your sea legs a little bit. Um, as you know, and, and, and then we have other people like Gretchen who's just throwing herself a wrench and just kind of, you know, kind of tossing it around and seeing like, what can I do with this wrench? Um, it's going to go here. It's going to there. Like, how is it going to muck up some wheels? But uh, the, the personalities are, um, I know Gretchen's personality so far comes across as someone who is, as Tim said, very confident. And this is just her process. But for Peach, it just feels like, oh, you probably would have been better with just like, you know, embracing your polka dots and being okay with yourself for just this first go make something impeccable and then move on um yeah yeah um we are in the brother's sewing room for a little bit i don't know if you noticed this but there are broken needles everywhere i mean they said i i was wondering well how isn't that the job of the show to make sure they don't have to worry about these things like what's going on here i think so too (laughs) and you know what there was something at the beginning of this episode that i thought well this is the key to the entire project runway like matrix, right? Which is, I'm pretty sure this isn't about fashion design. It's about public torture of designers. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Remember, um, I'm still learning all of their names, but one of the blonde candidates uh, said that. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, that was Sarah from Toluca Lake. Kristen? Kristen? Oh, okay. Sarah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, Kristen's from Philadelphia. Not so. Yeah. Not, not. Yeah. So, yeah, I was like, well, here we go. Like, this is just, you know, starting the episode with that declaration of fact mm-hmm. and then segueing into this scene at the workroom where they're like, things are broken. Needles are broken. I have, I don't remember the last time I broke a needle. Who's doing that? You know, <laughs> it was like, well, here's declaration. Here's evidence. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy. Um... Yeah, I I totally agree. Gosh, I love that little little interstitial. Um, so then we have Casanova sort of like I, I would say invading AJ's space, just invading AJ's um uh, dress form, invading AJ's work table. AJ's area is now Casanova's area. It's taken over, and also AJ, can you help me pattern this piece? Hmm. <laughs> so, so Casanova. Um, comes over and and makes a statement, but is that it actually is a question? And AJ's like, um, I'm sorry, wait, are you asking me how to pattern this, or are you telling me that you are going to pattern this because now you've kind of taken my dress form away from me? And it was sort of like this miscommunication on that part, but we kind of see a little bit of strategy come out from AJ, who in real time you can see his little brain computing it um i should say you can see his brain 
don't want to judge the size of his brain. You can see his brain computing. Do I help Casanova? Do I not help Casanova? The cameras are here. Is this going to bite me in the ass? Like, what What do I do? What do I do now? Also, how do I navigate that someone who clearly has, like, weird boundary issues um, is just sort of, like, taking up my time? I only have, like, eight hours to use up all the tools that I bought from Mood, and I don't understand what's going on here. But, yeah, so... Um, yeah, essentially, like AJ is just kind of flat out. I was like, I'm not going to help you. <laughs> Please get away. But um, Casanova does not actually get away. And yeah, what? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, given the critique, oh, I get maybe. Oh, right. So AJ was not there. But I'm sure AJ knows that, you know, um, Casanova was not just on the bottom, but had the worst outfit and, and was kind mm-hmm. of you know picked on for clearly not a threat at this point to anybody like i mean i don't believe that i think uh, i think there's something there I, I remember liking some of what casanova made later in the season but um maybe like one thing but something but i thought that i don't know it just seemed so odd you can't just give an opinion and move on you have to make a whole big drama about yeah. it i didn't really understand that um, I mean, look, if I was, to, you've been to art school, you know how when you're trying to finish a project and somebody's like, what do you think about this? Is this too magenta? And you're like, I'm trying to look at something here, you know? Yeah. So those things can be disruptive, you know, absolutely. And boundaries are an issue. Sure. Mm-hmm. But you, you handle it differently. And I, I just didn't think it merited that much drama, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah, I, and I totally agree. Because I think there's a way of dealing with that, too. Because I would have joked around and been like, what are you doing on my dress form? Come on. Or something. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, it just really kind of spun AJ around a little bit. Um, you can kind of see. All right. Um, okay, so it's time for Tim. And uh, so Tim comes in the workroom and goes to Valerie first and we get to finally see what Valerie is making. She's like, ah, oh, so I'm making a classic trench coat dress. Um, the skirt is fitted and um, so did she, how did she sound here? Do you remember? Fast. Um, fast. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she's a, she's a quick talker. So, um, yeah, it just looks like Tim really kind of, it's mostly positive and there was a moment where she tried to introduce a brass zipper and Tim was like, oh, don't cheapen it. And, you know, it's just like, you know, the Marie Claire woman is not cheap. So. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, anything to say about Valerie and Tim's time? No. Are I you know what she's making? Uh, she's, uh, Valerie said a dress, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like a trench coat dress. A, tre- a, a trench, trench dress. dress. Yeah, yeah, a trench dress. Um. I like the sketch a lot, and I actually really enjoy Valerie's energy. Like, Valerie reminds me of, like, people I went to art school with that I really liked. Yes. Yeah. She kind of, she reminds me of... Undergrad. undergrad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And she reminds me of, like, current friends. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, they don't speak that fast, so... Um, but, anyway. Uh, next, we have... What I call Tim loves Mondo time because 
Tim approaches Mondo and oh. goes, you know, before I begin, Mondo, I have to say that that last challenge, I have never seen a designer take a matronly issue and make it so modern so instantaneously as you did. Mm-hmm. And it just looks like this is exactly what Mondo needed to hear because mm-hmm. Mondo's like, okay, thanks for saying that because I was actually just thinking about it and I was like 10 seconds away from walking on set. Like I was going to quit like 10 seconds ago. And Tim's like, no, 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 you blew me away. All right, so what are you making? And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> they kind of moved on from this um, wonderfully, but Mondo basically just admitted to almost giving up. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I just appreciate that moment. Um, and again, like Tim is incredibly, uh, I think he's like a psychic emp- empath. Um, and, and so Mondo comes in and she's like, oh yeah, so, um, I'm making this two tiered skirt. And I, I want to ask you about this skirt. Cause it looks like this boucle print and I don't even know if that's a real thing and he's also got this polka dot print that he's going to use as a halter um and I just I thought the the fabrics that he was putting together were really interesting and textural but um I also wanted to see I I quizzed myself I'm like that looks like boucle I wonder if it's Armando yeah this the skirt that he that he holds up I couldn't really tell okay all right that's okay. I'll just I'll just put like a question mark on on my self-imposed quiz. I would like to believe that I'm right, but you know, I'll hold on to that later. <laughs> I, mean, I, it, I mean, it was like a I'm looking at it now and it like it looks like it's too smooth to be boucle, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm not sure. This is like kind of this video quality. I mean, I hate to sound so snobby about it, but it's kind of fuzzy to begin with, so everything looks generally a little bumpy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know the daily motion, but um, I didn't think it was boucle, okay. but I'm not sure. Yeah, well, I guess you know, for the most part, what's most important is that it's this heavier type fabric that mm-hmm. he's making a two-tiered skirt out of. That's you know, kind of swishy and swinging, and um, and we'll of course we'll talk about it on the runway um but also tim asks to see a sketch and this is where mondo's like "Mm, it's all in my head and tim is like i okay well if i can't see it i'm going to have to give you my blind dress based off of the last challenge i'm willing to do so and mondo's like "Mm -hmm, great thanks i know that was that was good so sweet all right next we have straight jason and um tim comes over and goes hi jason nice color fabric love your palette <laughs> I, just, I, just like, I don't i'm i'm imposing a judgment of straight jason on tim i'm pretty sure that tim did, wasn't meaning it this way but tim just is like hmm, what nice things can i say about this love your palette so yeah. so yeah oh gosh so straight jason is making an eight um, and so Tim is trying his best to understand what's happening because it looks like he has mostly the um, the tape on his um, uh, uh, dress form where he's marking off the style lines. And Tim is like, okay, so it's two sides of an eight, like a wrap dress. It's not that complicated. And Jason's like, no, 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 it's not wrap. It's a, it's infinity. 
you know, season eight, Project Runway. Yeah. Season eight. Um, I don't know. So yeah, uh, it's it's um it's this is this is an interesting um interaction because this is sort of where we get what I call the Project Runway horror music, or it's sort of like it's like a um inception music where it goes, it goes and it not a doom like not like a bomb is has test drop but it's more like a and it's like tim is really worried about you or you're doing really badly and um this is where straight jason's like come me some slack man you know because he's like i'm a you know i'm a straight white italian national man world full of gay people i'm the most oppressed person in this room i'm carrying the reputation of you know, straight white Italian national man on my shoulders. So, you know, it's it's just, you know, he's like, oh, my God, like, this is so hard. Like, do you know, know the hardships? Like, let me have my my eight, my, my, my infinity circle. I've had to overcome so much to be alive today. It's just anyway, this is this hat is so heavy. I mean, yeah, because I love how Valerie is just like he's so mysterious with that mysterious like bowler hat. I'm like, it's not. It's not no. mysterious. It's just very no. blatant, but yeah. It's it's not mysterious. What I thought was interesting, not interesting at all, but what I was sort of like, what, that I heard, um, oh God, Anthony, what's his name? Oh, you were just Which talking one? about. What does Jason. it look like? Jason. Oh, yes. <laughs> Pat, Pat person. How dare you? He's Italian, oh. but his name is Jason. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I know. Whoa. Okay. I did that. <laughs> um, but... Jason says something like, well, the judges have to overlook these things so, as, as, as in like, oh, if I mess up, the judges have to overlook it. No, they don't. No. Like, you're the one who has to prove yourself. Like, I just was like, are you kidding me? Like, I mean, he's just like, well, don't you know, know that like straight white Italian national men weren't even legally allowed to use shears until like 1965, you know, like. You know, God. get over it. I'm not good <laughs> at cutting things. I'm not good at sewing things. Like, I didn't even have access to a sewing machine until, like, you know, 1971. Like, they had to make a law for it. It was just like, he's like, oh, it's like his life of adversity God. is just, you know, he's been historically denied access to, like, all these things. Um, as if, you know, it's so, it's, I, cause I think it's so, it's so blatant. We all know this. I think, you know, we're being very obvious about how, um, how privileged and how entitled this man is being. I know. And I have to say that, I, I don't know, like, he's so in, you know, he was very much forward about being, of course, like, straight and Italian. And, you know, Italian is not a national, he's not, it's not a nationality for him. He's American. But um, it's just like, you can claim a, a very, very prominent fashion lineage, you know? I mean, I, you uh, straight, yes. white, Italian national man. <laughs> like, I mean, not just like fashion lineage, but literally pigment, textiles, mm -hmm. you know, like the history of pigment, the history of textile, the history mm -hmm. of like so many things um, that have to do with fashion. So, so many things. Well, fashion specifically, European fashion. So I don't know. I mean, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I, I, I honestly think it's, it's curious to focus on your one's sexuality rather than one's fashion prowess, um, which or talent. Yes, 
<laughs> I mean, um, you know, yeah. Thank you for saying that because I was also was thinking about like, man, like even like you know, what's obviously known about to me, I'll say, um, is also just the the history of tailoring. Um, it's I, you know, there's so many things. Anything else to say about Straight Jason's um, interactions with Ten? Uh, no, not really. I think we've covered it all. Like, yeah. or you, you mostly have. Yeah. yeah. Or you have, oh God, that's, you covered it all. Yeah. 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 I, 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 covered, I, you did it. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I did. Cause I wrote a whole paragraph on this that I'm trying not to go into, but. Oh, why not? Well, why are you not well, saying well, what you want to say? Well, there's this one <laughs> thing where, um, cause he's trying to, you know, cause Tim's like, I'm worried about you. You're, you've got a lot of work to get through to make something and for straight Jason he's like oh man you know like Tim's not even like impressed with the fact that I like just you know because of all the adversity that I've had to deal with like you know not having access to shears until like last week because like I'm so straight the I perfectly cut out these patterns of gray types of fabric okay it is a credit to the obstacles I've had to overcome because he's like has all of these layers of grays and he's like they're perfectly cut Tim and Tim's like I don't care you've got to sew those together he's like okay I'll perfectly sew them together but just letting you know I've only had access to a sewing machine <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> anyway so basically just just this like excuses excuses and and Tim really is trying his best to to get this dude to just sew something because last week he did he stapled things together does he even know how to sew we don't even know I know, I know, and that was brought up during the critique, like, yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so next we have, like, last week's unanimous winner, Gretchen, and Tim congratulates her. He's like, you're the first one on the winner, bo- on the winner board, and um, we have Gretchen who's explaining, you know, um, that she's making pants for the first time by herself. She usually has help and um, is sort of just, again, very professional um uh you know i you know i i will just say that the, this interaction was just of course such a contrast to everyone else <laughs> she's like mm, yeah i'm just gonna do this and it seems like tim's like you're fine you're fine great yeah um anything to say before we go on to casanova no no let's go to casanova all right we have casanova who is making a super peach-like outfit. <laughs> so <laughs> this looks like something yes. that would come out of Peach's portfolio. Um, I will say that he's draped these gorgeous sleeves <laughs> on this mannequin. And what's, what's hilarious is Tim is trying to um, point out that he's kind of swinging. He's oscillating. He, last week was just, you know... No clothes, no clothes, as Nina Garcia would say. And then this week is all the clothes. It's it's matronly in comparison to last week. And Tim's like, the judges are going to get confused because you're going from the, you know, you went from the, uh, I don't know, from the beach to the nunnery. Mm-hmm. And he has no idea. So Casanova is, is struggling a little bit with understanding this critique um, and also the comparison and and. and bringing up the inconsistency but what I don't know did you have any thoughts on this no I thought okay okay like there's at least a show of like 
it's a big improvement from last week. So let's yeah. just see how much command Casanova can show of the materials. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Okay, and then next we have Nicholas, who really wants to be innovative as much as he can in the time allotted. And then, um, you know, he's mostly excited about the back. He's like, look at the back, Tim. Look at it. Like, I did that. Like, look at it. I'm so excited about this. This is my favorite part. Um, Nicholas is in love with that. And um, and then we get music that I don't think has ever been played before on Project Runway and will never be played since. But it's just like the I love the back music where it's like it sounds like flowers and birds and petals. Um it's a, you know, almost sounds like a very uh, romantic, perhaps like mid 20th century <laughs> type music. And um, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I, so this we get a little bit more also about the circle. Like Tim kind of picks up the muslin that he's been um, draping and he's like, what's this? And it, it and Nicholas is like, mm -mm, it's the concept of a complete circle. And I'm able to drape it into this form. And then um, Tim sniffs really hard at this. And uh, <laughs> and Nicholas like, oh, my God. Oh, is that not good? Because I was really excited about it. it any thoughts on this? <laughs> and this interaction? Um, Nicholas being so excited about this circle back. I mean, the circle yeah. coat um, that he's making. And then this this back that also has a little bit is a little bit of a controversy because Gretchen thinks that he's copying off of her outfit from last week so um I mean I don't think she you know has registered the trademark for that shape so I whatever yep. and and you know you put creative people together people like give each other ideas and and that's if you're not there to be receptive to those ideas or to be receptive to those ideas being incorporated, then don't be there. That's sort of my feeling on that. Yep. So um, that's number one. And number two, I thought I just, you know, when we, these conversations, I always think, I, it, I always feel like I have, I get more out of these conversations in hindsight because it's that people don't always articulate what they want to Tim. And I think Tim makes some people nervous, mm. um, not because of Tim's character, but because people say, I'm on a show and Tim is here. Like our, yeah. Yeah. you know, like our Tim is here and our, our Tim, you know, we care about what Tim says. We listen to what Tim says. Tim is important, you know, knows what he's doing. Mm -hmm. So at this point to sort of, that was such a roundabout way of answering your question, which was, I didn't understand it. At these points, sometimes it's often that I, I don't because I'm like, okay, what what do they mean by that? Um, but here I was also really confused and thinking, it's great that you're thinking architecturally, but remember that a moving body with skin has to wear it. Totally. And I think this is where a lot of people that, I don't know, maybe don't connect with clothes. Um, I mean, people connect with clo clothing in different ways, but if you don't really think about the body, uh, I'm just going to be kind of like not fancy, but um, a little blunt and say, if you don't, if you can't think about the body as architecture in motion, then you're going to have a hard time making a material that like sticks to that. 
or, 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 or like fits that form. Yeah. And I think that's what I was thinking here. I was like, uh, you know, we, we just watched um, the season with, oh my goodness, I should know these things. I think Justin, my brain. Is it our other architect? Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, Justin, where I think that person really connected with materials in a way mm-hmm. that was very expressive and connected with materials rather than a purpose for the material. That's a different way of thinking. So for me, this still feels like a very purpose-driven connection to material rather than just connecting to the material itself. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's such a great reminder for me too from the first episode, um, Negative One, where you know, but first time we meet Nicholas, he's just like, you know, like I was an architect and like going from architecture to fashion was easy. <laughs> and yeah. and sort of knowing off the bat that um what what a statement and 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 what um basically just what a thing to say and that it it is not easy um to come up with concepts obviously for because there's certain pro- there's certain parts of the process that are similar because it's creative. Um, um, but you're, you're totally right. Um, you know, the purpose, what are, what are, how, how will these things function? How are your, how will your creations function? Um, and especially with, um, Nicholas going from architecture, but first to accessories. And it almost feels as if it's, um, you know, less of a leap than to go to a full garment to think about yeah. how this will yeah. live and, and move and be put on and taken off in a myriad number of ways. And, and also thinking about the full person and experience right. of the garment. Right. So, yeah. And you know what? I often think about this when designers, uh, well, when people talk about, when people who design for stores or showrooms or like mm-hmm. runways a little bit, but then start doing like costume yeah. or, 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 or working for dance. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all of a sudden you have to rethink like elasticity all over again. Right. Cause now like things are going to be moving and being pulled in different ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, um, yeah, no, that was, yeah. Oh, poor Nicholas. Um, but yeah, it just basically just, it's this is this is a, I th- I thought a really wonderful interaction and just you know kind of like you know I don't know um I, another wonderful interaction I thought was with the next designer Michael C, Michael Costello, and okay. <laughs> because he's like oh I'm gonna kill it I'm amazing I'm making couture from Palm Springs I'm in a fabulous jacket I got the shirt bag and all these bitches are going down and Tim's like mm, let's Blanche oh. Devereaux and she's like what so funny I love Michael C's reactions and comments me too I just thought it was so wonderfully like just self-effacing and honest it's just one of those things where yeah. it's like man I thought I had it and not angry but just like holy shit I gotta get this together um yeah what did you think about what Michael C was making here. Um, it looks like a heavy brocade with fish scales. Didn't like it at all. I felt like this. Look, this looked to me like a replica of something that would be on that show that you and Nayland have been watching with Fifteen Time. <laughs> no, no. This would. Oh wait. No. 
Wait. A replica. I said a replica. A replica? Mm, no, I don't think. Oh, man, man. Not even? Not even? No, I don't think so. I think, oh, my gosh. I think Ninja would... I, oh, it would be impeccably made, of course, um, and and I and I and I wonder if um, uh, Ninja would allow the fabric to be doing all of the work. I don't know. I just there's right, just, right, I, right. That's, that's what yeah. I thought about this in particular. That Michael C. bought a really nice textile and um, and used it sparingly. I w- or I would just say used it. Um, abundantly and I think Ninja and Harriet and Hannah would shake their heads at how wasteful he was right. <laughs> the fabric and the use of it yeah. <laughs> because there's like a bunch of sleeves puffy sleeves there's a you know a sash there's like a collar that I feel like doesn't belong there um there, there's, there's just a lot going on that is mostly being shouted at us from the, the the fabric itself the fabric is I think beautiful but not used in a way that um I thought was very design designed or interesting hmm. what do you think I didn't think it was interesting at all I, I thought it was like something for a you know yet another like 19th century lesbian movie or something <laughs> just like like okay um hmm. yeah just very like throwback yeah maybe this would have been um i could see this fabric or maybe this design um oh man i actually would rather that uh, michael c would take this off of the um the mannequin and just like walk it over to uh to the old mill um, and give it to Ninja and the coven, and I want them to just figure something out with this. It would just mm-hmm. be ten times better with just this fabric. They can make so many things just out of this top. I think. Um, yeah. Well, you know, he's gonna, you know, go back to the drawing board. Um, he, he, you know, and this is another thing. I think Michael C made an accidental peplum, and of course, like I have, I have a weird relationship with the peplum and I would rather it be something that is purposeful and approached with some thought but this just looks like it was accidental and you know take it off start over Michael C so yeah right think again it's okay just just think it over (laughs) (laughs) all right so next is peach and peach is sort of already speaking in um in a difficult way yeah Yeah. yes definitely terms uh it was it was kind of hard to watch because she 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 described her waist her her skirt as a she was like i wanted to make a higher waisted skirt she was already made a high waisted skirt but it's not high enough but she made it and Mm -hmm. then um and then she wants to add a wrap and cover more of the back like it looks almost like she's done with her outfit but it seems the way she's describing it yeah is is very negative um, yeah, and she's totally well, she's, lost. Peach isn't happy, right? And I no. think it's okay to be unhappy. It's okay to not pretend to be happy. So mm-hmm. I sort of, by the way, I did not like Peach at all. Like from episode one, the the first time I watched the series, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, go away, just just <laughs> oh my, I I don't know why because right now I'm watching it and I don't, Peach doesn't seem that bad. I don't know why I remember being so anti-Peach the first time. Um, 
but so I think it's okay to be honest about where you are I think it's okay to like feel all those things you know but I felt like there was this undercurrent of like I'm better than this yeah which is fine as well but then use that feeling to work with what you have yeah and just be better I know and it's easier said than done I I understand that but yeah and also in the heat of the moment with cameras and and Tim you know I I understand there's a lot of pressure here and and this is these are not people who, I mean, probably, you know, none of these are media personalities who are used to feeling comfortable having cameras around, too. Mm-hmm. But I thought, you know, they're talking about the fabric like, oh, this fabric is me, but I'm not doing, I'm doing something that I'm comfortable doing. I'm not pushing myself. Oh, my God, I made a bad choice. I don't know. I kind of thought, you know, there are ways to cut that fabric mm-hmm. to offset the pattern. There are ways to cut that to make something totally not linear i mean right we, yeah we just saw a whole season of dom doing that <laughs> right right oh yeah right yeah I, I was sort of disappointed that peach was just giving up so soon on um on that pattern okay so if if in a way it was like a perfect okay here's the thing in a way it was the perfect challenge for peach because yes. okay here's just something i would pick now that I picked what I picked, the real challenge is doing something different with, with, with what you would pick. Maybe it's not yes. doing the same thing you do with something you normally don't pick. I think yes. it's a, a, a much more difficult challenge to do something different with something you already would do. And that's where I thought the disconnect was here. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um you know? Yeah, it's 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 a lot. Um, so so <laughs> so this is the last critique that we see with Tim, and, and I'll just say the editing and the timeline gets a little messed up because it looks like Tim has left the room, but he hasn't. I think he just moved on to other designers, and they won't let us see him talk to them because they don't matter. Obviously, it's like spoiler alert: um, these people will either be on the top or the bottom. And um, but we do see Peach kind of failing once again before Tim officially leaves the room. Um, she's made like a <laughs> she made a bubble skirt that she's like, ah, I made this bubble skirt. I don't like it. Oh my god! And 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 then we also see Sarah from Toluca Lake making an orange mistake off in the corner somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially, this is the end of the 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 critique time. And before Tim leaves the room officially. Um, he goes, since this is literally a huge prize, we're adding another element to the challenge. It's like twist, twist, twist. Mm, nobody likes this. I know everyone's like, I'm already upset. You've already, <laughs> I've already learned it in my bones to be mad about this. Um, but basically just tomorrow, the next day, they will have a photo shoot with a Marie Claire photographer, not the prize photographer. They're going to get a second tier photographer, you know, TBD, mm-hmm. but they're all so happy about this. Um, well, okay. Not all of them are happy about this. Um, most of them are happy that this is the twist, that they don't have to make another garment. They just have to have a photo shoot. Um, but the photo shoot will be factored into the runway um, presentation scores as well. So that's, you know, just one other thing they have to direct. <laughs> they have to do some directing um, um, for a campaign for this a little bit. It, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a big challenge, I have to say. Um, you know, um, Tim also had no idea that he, you know, 
he just oppressed even more the straight white Italian man in the room because I'll just say that straight Jason is the main person um, of all the people. There were probably other people who were not so thrilled about this, but it's mostly straight Jason who's just like, oh man, another thing that you're doing to me. <laughs> oh, like, come on. Why can't, can I just like skip that one and then just move on to the runway and just not have those scores count? Like the scores for everyone else. Like, can you just like give me a pass somehow? Like, oh, anyway. All right. Okay, so after that, the models come in, and um, anything to say about this time with with our model fittings? No. Yeah. Okay. I feel like we can move on from 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 this here because we'll see the models again. Um, we we go back to Atlas, um, and it's just you know very quickly. It's just like. <gasps> Who's best friends? Who's connecting with whom? Oh my God, you guys are great. This is great. And then, you know, we have um, some aloofness from straight Jason and from Mondo as well. You just have like, you know, um, some people are not as acclimated to social time. I, uh, Mondo strikes me as an introvert and perhaps Jason is also an introvert, but you know, just, just kind of saying like, this is, this is one of those elements that I also enjoy about this show. Um, but yeah. also, you know, on a second watch and as I'm, as I get older, I realize like, man, this is such a weird environment and it's okay to not have made instant friends in two days. Yeah. And I remember watching, listen, I remember watching this the first time and even now and being like, Oh yeah, that would be me. Like <laughs> yeah, that would yeah. be me on this show minus the talent not the talent, but the whole reaction to the whole thing. I was like, oh, okay, I'm in a room with people fist bumping each other in a kitchen. Okay, bye. I'm going to go sleep. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. I'm like, like, oh, looking at you guys. I don't know what this is. <laughs> like, dreams I don't know how to me. <laughs> yeah. But I think, I don't know. I actually like spending time alone, but um, I don't know if Mondo does. I mean, probably, but... Um, yeah. I can definitely relate to that whole resisting fake intimacy thing. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. Which people sometimes call it bonding, but it's not always. No, it's not. Um, yeah. And, and and Mondo had like a moment and, you know, and some of these talking heads seem to be coming from later in the season. So, you know, you know how they edit the show, um, they kind of toss around, but we do have a moment um, in an interview with Mondo who just states that he feels very burdened by what he's able to do because he feels like people only gravitate towards him or want from him the things that he can make for from them. Yeah. Make for them. Um, yeah. And I just, yeah, I just would have loved some more context because I have a feeling that it has a lot to do with, you know, his, his professional life outside of Project Runway. And, um, but I thought it, you know, it did kind of clue into this like he does want to connect with people that's what he says like i want to connect and i want connections but um maybe he's had some tenuous um attachments um Mm. you know just yeah um so um it's the day of the photo shoot slash day of the runway and um they head back to the the workroom for the pre-photo shoot um, I just want to point out that Mondo is wearing an outfit that gives him some long ass legs and um, it's just adorable. I think they're like powder blue, no, the khaki pants with his powder blue top, but the pants are just like, 
you know, stretching them out a little bit. Um, it's really, mm-hmm. really like really cute. So, um, Tim comes in and is like, oh, how are you guys doing? I uh, hope you guys are all well. Got some good sleep. I care about you. I love you all. Um, the um, Marie Claire photo shoot is happening. Send your models to hair and makeup and use a Piper Lime accept- accessory wall. And he was like, think editorial, which I was like, AKA, do not bore Nina. You have to come out of here with some badass images because you've got Nina Garcia to think about, the editorial yeah. queen. And... Um, yeah, so Tim's pumping them up, and um, and also they're just kind of like doing the hair and makeup. We see baby Scott Patrick, um, uh, just, just such a fresh face, and then we also have them in the waiting room for the photo shoot um, um, before they go on. But um, yeah, so let's get to this photo shoot area, but, but did I skip over anything that you wanted to talk about? No, 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 no. Okay, okay. Um what? So in the photo shoot, I think this is the, our very first time seeing Xana Roberts Rossi. I wonder in in Project Runway history, and she's she's kind of like on set um, uh, as um, sort of like the backup producer <laughs> of the photo shoot, and we meet Mark Lebowitz of the Annie Lebowitzes. I just thought it was interesting. That it was oh, Mark oh, really? They're related? No, I don't think so. I just said. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Oh, okay. I just thought it was like, you know, we have like Mark Leibowitz of Marie Claire, of the Annie Leibowitz of Vanity Fair, you know, whatever. Or Harper's Bazaar, whatever she, wherever she shoots for. Um, Vanity so, Fair. So, yeah, I don't know. We have AJ up first. Anything about this photo shoot or? Photo shoot. God, this used to be my job. Oh, my gosh. We want to, do you want to, whatever you want to talk about. I'm just going to like open it up. Whatever you want to talk about, Patricia, here, because you are the expert. Well, no, I mean, I thought that um, I, I actually really like Sana. Do you like Sana? I love her. Yeah. Okay. Um, I thought she gave really good direction. I thought the. I thought every okay. Here's what I'll say, just to be um, efficient. Every designer could have engaged way more with the ideas they wanted to get across. Hmm. So do you That's think, because I think that, okay, so this, this so my question is, for instance, like, mm-hmm. Mondo seemed to be the only person to give a narrative where yeah. he went yeah. to his model and said, okay, you are, you were at work, you're on lunch, you're on your lunch break, you're walking down the street and someone calls your name. You're just like, huh, what? And then you look back. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. I thought every, and Mondo, I think, Mondo, for me, Mondo and Ari like did the best as far as engaging with their models. And I think Gretchen a little bit, but Mondo and Ari for me were my favorite at like engaging like with the whole like ecosystem of the garment. Yes. Because Ari, I'll say did this. Okay. Cause so we see Ari like, you know, doing the, doing something really crazy flexible with her shoulders to kind of give the model some direction on how to actually look. And I, and I, and I thought, because I think Ari comes after, no, comes before Christopher, I think, um, who, you know, tells his model to jump, which, you know, yeah. it, it made no sense. But um, why? why would you jump wearing that? Like, yeah. 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 That's what I mean. And, and I love the, the part where Zana says, oh, she's got a stomach ache. <laughs> That's what I mean. Just like thinking, I thought Ari and um, oh wait, did 
did Zana say that about Ari? Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh. because she was like gripping her stomach, her like right. she was gripping her her waist, and she's like and and kind of coming forward, like oh, she looks like she's got a stomach ache. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I thought, I, and, yeah, that didn't work, but I thought it was to show off the sleeves, right? So I thought yes. Ari was thinking the right things, but maybe not like seeing what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought, here's, here's what happens during these photo shoots. A lot of the time people see in front of them what they want out of the picture instead of mm-hmm. what's actually happening in the picture. Yeah. And I think they are, most of them are guilty of that. Guilty is too strong a word, but they're falling in that category. Yeah, and I and I actually wanted to ask you about our our, our dear Kristen, who's <laughs> I wrote down everything she said because it stuck out. She's like, so my my model um, is a vice provost slash dean of a hmm. school, so she's really serious. And I was like, oh, Kristen, could you be more specific? Which hmm. where which school is she at? Is it a university? Is she the vice provost slash dean of a liberal arts college of an HBCU? And um, where in the country is she? I just I just thought it was just so hilarious that she was being so specific. Um, yeah, because I was like, well, and I also would love the job description. And we'll get to this like when we see it on the runway, because I was like, OK, so for this vice provost slash dean, um, the job description was specifically calls for a woman who's into wearing skirts with mini hemlines and a faux cowl neck that will upset Nina Garcia. I just, I just, I just I really wanted to know how does this match up with the job anyway? So I just, I loved it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I actually thought Casanova did a really good job directing the model. Yeah. Just the just... outfit. Mm. But the model did a really good job. Yeah. I mean, cause, so could we just kind of like say that he has a really nice, a really great model? Or is it Casanova? I think we could, I think it's a combination of both. And also like, if you're going to say be elegant, like the garment, I mean, it's, it's to me, it seems very dated, mm-hmm. but it does say what people think elegance means for the cover of a magazine or for a billboard. Yeah. Yeah. You know, totally. Okay. Um. Anything else? And before we run to the runway, no, that's it. Runway, runway. All right. Oh my gosh. So listeners, you can pull out the cheat sheet. This week there are two again. <laughs> it just kind of went overboard. Um. And it's also for us, Patricia. So we can. Um. Uh. So the first. Uh. Page is in runway order. The second page is a little bit of a spoiler. So it has the top three, the bottom three, and the safe designers. Um, and so I thought what we could do is go through um, and kind of talk about it um, however we want, like whoever is safe, um, just sort of like from the safe bunch or from the top bunch and bottom bunch and just kind of like um, bump around. Or how do you feel about that? Sounds good. Okay. So let's pull that up. All right. Okay, so this week on the runway, we have, of course, we have Heidi Klum, we have um, Michael Kors, we have Nina Garcia, and then we have Joanna Coles. And um, another twist, twist, twist that Heidi gives to the designers is that since this challenge is literally huge, there is no immunity. So I also wonder if Tim forgot to tell them that in the workroom. (laughs) 
right. <laughs> with the other twist. Uh, because that's the that's what I thought Tim was originally going to say, because this is such a big deal. Anyway. All right. So. Um, so let's get to. So let's probably let's start with the, the second the second sheet. Um, and how, how do you want to talk about this? Do you want to talk about our highs, our lows? Or do you want to talk about the safe designers? Let's talk about, I would just start with like highs and lows then. Okay. All right. So let's talk with the highs and lows. So our top three happen to be Valerie, Mondo, and Gretchen. And then our bottom three are Peach, Jason, and Nicholas. It's not much of a spoiler because that's who Tim talked to in the workroom. (laughs) Um, uh, one of the other spoilers of course that we don't really get to see or who was like on the edge maybe was Casanova and um, and maybe Michael C because we did get to we did hear a little bit from them but um, yeah Um, is there anything in, in anyone you disagree with like who you thought deserved to be in the top three who wasn't there or who deserved no. to be in the bottom three no no not really yeah yeah, I I agree. I um I will say that when they call the safe designers, um, AJ was so overwhelmed and overcome and had like a moment in the back. Um, but uh yeah, um they um they, I think AJ assumed because you can kind of see from the from the cheat sheet that the fit on the model um kind of suffered, I think, in between the photo shoot and the runway so oh my gosh okay i sorry so i'll just say that um uh i live near a school and oh. as it's gotten warmer outside the school band plays in their outside yard and i get to hear the um whatever grade it is practicing kumbaya my lord every day and i love it (laughs) that sounds really nice so if you can hear it on on the podcast if you hear some it's it's kind of soft but it it might kind of come over but the background noise is a school band practicing kumbaya they get better every day all right anyway (laughs) so good i (laughs) i love that when i had um i think an opera singer just moved into the building next to me and i hear that person practicing sometimes and i also like it love it oh man all right um okay all right so yeah so let's talk about these top scoring garments um do you have a favorite i can't say that i do I mean, I can say the one that I would like to wear from the top scoring garment, mm-hmm. um, and that would be Gretchen's. I don't like the sleeve very much, but I'm, I've been looking for something like that for a long time, and I never find anything like that that okay. fits me, you know, ever, uh, or at least not in my price range. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually did like Gretchen's outfit. But did I think it was totally cookie cutter? Yes, I do. Was it exciting? No, it was just sort of the best thing there. I don't know. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I just, I just, I don't like these types of tops because it just feels like they'll fall off the shoulder. And how do I wear a bra with this? (laughs) So, 
I thought it was just a precarious top. I loved the pants, though. I thought the detail yeah. on the pockets were really cool. I did also appreciate, I didn't like the hair, but I, I see what she's trying to do. She's mirroring, mirroring the shape of the top and how she's kind of done this middle part with the hair. Because um, to me, it felt, um, it felt a little, you know, Pennsylvania Dutch. I'll just say, like, you know, she needed to, you know, uh, the only other accessory she was missing was like a bonnet from the neck up. Looked like someone hmm. who just, you know. Um, wow. And that's just, just the only thing. But I appreciated the shape and I appreciated the very simple transition from day to night where it's just a zipper. It just makes that uh, plunge even deeper. Um, so so I thought it was like a like a, a incredibly simple solution and also, again, she's able to do this in this allotted amount of time. And I think being able to put that together is um, is really great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think I, I, I honestly, uh, out of the three, the um, I was mostly surprised by Valerie um, because I don't necessarily get trench dressed from here. Oh, same. Okay, good. Yeah. I, I was like, wh- I totally forgot about the trench concept um, on a rewatch. I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Um, but otherwise, I thought, you know, I, you know, it's it's better than last week. Her her outfit last week was awful, in my opinion. Like, it was just really a lot. There's a lot going on. The color choices were strange. So for her to work in one color and to have some type of structure and really... Um, I, I, I thought it fit well, and the use of the zipper is really, is really, um, really interesting. Um, it's a little precarious with the neck. I will just say, like the the shoulder, the collar um, is 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 a really interesting element. I don't know how I feel about it, but I just think it's interesting. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't get trench dress at all from this no, at all. Not at all. Not Which is fine. All. But, you know, I actually, I, listen, I spent the, my first round with the season going, Mondo, 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 <laughs> like really rooting for Mondo. Um, but I, I, I don't like this look at all. I do think that for a younger reader of Marie Claire, um, it might be appealing. Was it appealing in 2010? I don't know. This looks so 80s to me, but. But yeah, there's that. Like, I think it was well made and well concepted. Yeah, I totally agree. All right, what about our bottom three? Oh my goodness, they should all go home. (laughs) 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 That's how I feel. Um, I mean, just not exciting, you know. I actually did think Nicholas. I don't know why that cape was so horrifying to the judges. Um, I just thought it was not, this was not the outfit for a cape. Mm-mm. I was you know? more horrified by the skirt. I just thought yeah, the skirt yeah. was. And oof. the shirt, the shirt was terrible. I know. That's the only thing they liked was this, was the shirt. I'm like, seriously? I, it, it was, it was bad. It was, it was it, just it was bad. Like crumpled. Who wants to buy a pre crumpled shirt? That's crumply near the breasts yeah yeah what does that what does that do about intelligence or for intelligence for for sexy for whatever the marie claire 
qualities are, you know. So and, yeah, and you can't you can't see it on the on the cheat sheet, um, unfortunately. But um, yeah, you know, and you know, I might add in actually um, by the time it's going, I might add in there are images from the photo shoot um, that does show the um, this without the the jacket on, um, and the the image that the judges are judging with this runway look. Um, she's she has a jacket off um, or the the cape I should say the cape off. Um, yeah, I I really felt for Nicholas because he was so excited about it. He's like, yeah, I love it. I love it. it's amazing. I did circles. I love circles, but the judges mm. don't look as impressed as I am. And he was just he was really upset that the judges were like visibly not into his outfit. So yeah. yeah. Um, you know what did you think can we talk about the safe designers for a second was there anything that stood out to you from them well I mean I will say that um, for instance like I was kind of disappointed in Ari's look because mm. I thought that I thought she really gave up on the pants <laughs> or or there was something about the color combination because I actually did like the reveal of the shoulders at the end of the runway because when I first saw the the, the um because of course you see during the photo shoot that um and I'm I guess no I am going to put this out because you can't see the sleeves on the on the cheat sheet so I'm going to put the photo shoot images on um the cheat sheet too so they fan out and I describe them as um, Sydney Opera House shoulders. <laughs> mm, nice. Oh, I love that. And seeing how that was constructed and engineered, I was like, oh, that is so cool and really beautiful. And what a, what a wonderful design element. But the proportions are off. The pants are too long and this top yep. is too short. And she's selling herself short on that design element. Um, so short. On, on design elements. So I was like, I was just really disappointed that she couldn't take that innovation into the bottom part of the outfit. And then there's also um, Sarah. I actually kind of like this dress, but I thought the colors were stupid. Okay. I, I, oh, stupid is I very... I didn't like... Of course you would like it. It's so Star Trek-y. I thought <laughs> like Star Trek yeah. wedding or something. I, I, I didn't really understand it. I know. I I I think that the color the colors. Okay, I'll take back the word stupid. They made me mad. I was like, this these colors make no sense. Why are you doing this? You know, like a big part of it's gray and 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 you know deep yeah. purple and plum and stuff. Like just ugh. I just feel like she mucked it up. Um, but I actually like the design. <laughs> yeah, I mean. It wasn't for me, but I did like how the shoes had nothing to do with with, with what was going on, and I, I thought that was a good idea. Yeah, I totally <laughs> like. I I thought those uh, chartreuse shoes were a great, great choice. What about you? Anything yeah. here that you would have that you actually were surprised mm -hmm. by? Nothing except you know the one thing I thought about was like AJ's look. Mm -hmm. um, great looking model, but I'm thinking. I was kind of thinking like, okay, when when do I ever see a belt that is bigger in proportion to a person's breasts? When? Oh. When? When do I see that? I don't see that. I don't even see that in streetwear. I don't see that in drag. Like, I don't see that ever. So I have no idea why. I think AJ could have been called out for that somehow. Oh, I totally uh, agree. But it's sort of like... 
I don't know. I remember. Okay, so there's a. Um, how do I say this? This is the era when these kind of like wraparound, big, thick wraparound belts were kind of big. And in fact, even um, Christian Siriano even made belts like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Madonna actually kind of either was part of that trend. I don't know exactly in what direction, if it was first or subsequently, but um, all these sort of like kimono looking videos with these big wide belts. So th- I, I know this is the era of the big wide belt again, but this just seems so out of touch with whatever, what, what else is going on with the outfit. And then those like gl- globular necklace. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. And with the print, the, the zebra shoe or whatever it is, the, the leopard shoe. I'm like, what yeah. is this? I mean, it kind of, makes me well also reminds me of the prompt where it's like you know this is the marie claire woman where is she going and we know we know that aj's um model is going to a rock concert um i don't know if everyone's supposed to have a job <laughs> i don't know if marie claire women are we're supposed to think of her as going to a job or coming from a job um, in particular, and what kind of office is, is it even an office? Are you a freelancer? Or are you working in a cafe? Or do you work rock concerts? I don't know. Um, or is your job the rocker? So I, you know, I think that all qualifies. Yeah. But, but yeah. But would he? If you were a rocker, would you even perform in this? Would 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 Courtney Love perform in this outfit? Um, I don't think so. And then Michael D had this comment too, like, oh my gosh, my dress is so short. It belongs in a rap video. And I was thinking, like, really? You yeah. Know, because when I think about short dresses in a video, I actually think about somebody, I don't even like the song, but it's like some person singing and there's like, it's like all these, you know, female presenting blonde, red lipstick people with high heels and guitars. Yeah. What what what's that video? It's like from 1987 when I think yeah. about M Light, I don't think about that look. When I think about, I don't know, whatever. But so I was really, I thought like Michael D and AJ were sort of like, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, you know, and what do you think about Casanova's look? So it's a ruched oh. skirt, um, and Dowdy again, Dowdy. those sleeves. What do what do you think? Dowdy, Dowdy. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I it but but at least I kind of can see where this person could be going and and I and I think Casanova really was trying to understand the prompt <laughs> and kind of paid attention and saw it through. Um, yeah, I think everyone else sort of needs a jacket. I don't know. Anyway. Mm. So <laughs> About our other two bottom three designers, we have Peach and Jason, who we haven't said anything about. 
Um, Jason, I think I wrote this here in my notes also. He's like, yeah, she's really like rocking it out. She's a badass. Um, and during his photo shoot, he kind of, he got, um, he got taken to, to the side, to the side by Xana, who, um, and also the photographer where they're like, so what's the vibe you're going for, man, Jason, like from a straight dude, a clearly straight dude to another straight dude, like what's the vibe? <laughs> and then straight Jason's like, uh, look straight Leibowitz. She's going, she's, she's like tough. And then like the other straight dude's like, well, you know, like Marie Claire lady's not like tough. Like, I don't know. I'm kind of struggling with that. And so they had this whole conversation about how, how he's just wrong. Um, and of course, we had another meltdown by Jason. We're just like, just lay off me, man. Like, I'm just doing my best. Like, seriously, like, I can't do much more than what I've done now. But um, yeah, no, it's just like, it's just not the vibe. And, and um, the proportions are, you know, we don't really have to say anything else. It's just self-explanatory that it's bad. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah, it was a horrible look and a horrible edit. I mean, I think they could have picked a different picture. I thought it was interesting that they chose the full frontal picture that showed that, you mm-hmm. know, but maybe maybe there was maybe there was no way of avoiding that belly button. Yeah. Yeah. thing, you know. I will say that looking at Peach Peach's outfit sort of kind of ups- was like frustrating because um, you know, it's this is the third outfit that she's made and it looks okay she was able to make this okay looking outfit in not that much time so I sort of thought about what she could have done if she actually had followed through on something that you where she used it the whole time um a lot more productively I guess so yeah um also I will say that um, amongst the safe designers, we have our, you know, our top three, our bottom three, and the safe kids kind of have a debrief in the back once they're dismissed from the runway. And they all sort of assume that Nicholas and Peach are on the bottom, but Hmm. hardly anyone even talked about Jason. And I was really curious about that. Michael D with his vocal fry was like, I feel like those safety pins, those are like coffins. (laughs) They're like coffin nails. So safety pins. And I just, I, how obvious it was to us, or I should say for me that this was clearly the worst outfit on the, on the, on the runway that, you know, our, I don't know if you you heard our dear Kristen who goes like, I feel like it would be so unfair if Jason goes home. I didn't understand that. I'm like, why would that be unfair? Well, I uh, was thinking Kristen, that you, Kristen, no, you ahead. can make stuff. Jason yeah. can. Not. Why would that be unfair? I know. I just. I, I, like, I just what? like. I just kind of also wondered if in her brain she'd imagined that Jason's model would be her model who's you know she would be the administrative assistant to her vice provost slash dean or something oh. like she could imagine where jason's model would be going and she's like oh yeah like you know she's already stocked with the essential <laughs> office accessories and has like the tough the tough demeanor so she could be like an administrative assistant slash development officer because she's she can you know buying some paper and then she also can you know rough up some rich people to get them to mm-hmm. donate to the school i don't know she just 
I, I was so confused by why isn't why is it so blatant and obvious that this guy come on this is interesting yeah yeah all right okay so let's get a little bit to the judging deliberations did you write down anything um I wrote down too many notes here because I just thought the judge the the, the judging portion I think was kind of hilarious um, to me, but okay. We'll just go through really, really quickly. Um, they talk to peach first mm-hmm. and um, to peach kind of introduces it. She's like, polka dots are youthful and ugh, happy and eye catching. <laughs> so that's why I chose this. Oh God. <laughs> like, oh God. Oh, for peach. <laughs> um, and I just, you know, I think, of course, like, it's not good. And and Heidi Klum used, you know, like, sort of, like, actually described Peach and saying, like, this looks like ladies who lunch. I'm like, well, that's what that's what Peach's wheelhouse is. Yeah. Um, and I also feel like that was 80 yard in. It almost felt like they put Heidi Klum's voice on top of that later to be like, she looks like ladies who lunch as a critique. But I'm like, I don't really see that as a critique. That's just naming what Peach does. Right. Right. Um, I think, you know, um, Joanna Cole <laughs> was savage. She's like, my notes say that you are an idiot. It looks like you made an animal climbing down the back of her dress and that yeah. she's clawing at her. She's just like, oh, she's just it's just a dagger in the heart of, of you know, from Joanna Cole's mouth. Um, but yeah, but she said she thought that the pleading detail was like texture and, um, and then she admits to wearing, she admits to making three dresses and you can see all of their mouths drop, their jaws are agape. And I feel like Heidi Klum was a little impressed by this because she's like, oh my God, a glutton for punishment. You're a fast Mm -hmm. sewer. So these challenges need to be shorter because (laughs) (laughs) if you can make this in an hour, but yeah, so I don't know. Um, uh, then we have we have Valerie, and of course Valerie is one of our our top designers. But anything surprising in this critique here? No, no. I I thought everybody was on point and very clear about what wasn't working about the outfits that didn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, and especially with Valerie, where they're like red is great. This looks like it definitely would be editorially interesting. And there's a balance of simplicity and I think interest is what they said. Like, like it was Mm. so that, yeah. So there's like, it's simple where it's eye catching, but it's also interesting where it doesn't look too, it's complicated, but it's not too complicated in a way. Um, Yeah. And also I wanted to note that, they go to Jason next and it looks like Jason has changed his artist statement because he goes like, yeah. So like I wanted to like make a look that transcentered from night to day. And you know, I just feel those that's verbatim. He says transcentered from night to day because I think he looked at again, what the prompt was and realized that he had not answered the brief. He had not yeah. really did anything that had anything to do with the challenge because he says nothing about infinity. I mean, he says something about infinity. He's like, I started like with eight. Is this an infinity here? But he doesn't talk anything about commemorating season eight of Project Runway, which also seemed to be important for him. Hmm. Right. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. Does not Infinity is gone. What's better than infinity? Half an hour ago. Now it's like not even on the map. You know, it's not even in the, um, it's just not, it's not part of the equation. Yeah. Yeah. And also in, in talking about the image. So the, the, this, this will be on the cheat sheet, but Joanna Coles <laughs> points out, she looks furious up there in Times Square. Like the, the, the photo they chose um, is, you know, she, it's, she's the model is looking tough. And Joanna Coles this whole time is just like, I can't believe that you would be so daft as to pick a photo with an obvious mistake. Because mm-hmm. I think that before then, the other judges were just like making excuses because they're like, oh, are the closures, are the safety pin closures on intentional? Okay, all right, we'll just leave that alone. I'm like, no, don't leave that alone. That's a yeah. that's a big no no. Um, and then after he gets kind of raked over the coals, Heidi Klum seems to do like what I call a sanity check, where she's like, okay, so straight Jason, after we've exposed you and all of your flaws, do you see how this is not what we asked for? And he's like, well. I feel like this is what I would do for Marie Claire. So yeah, I feel like I still did it right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Um, but anyway, but like they love Gretchen. Gretchen sucks. Love Gretchen. And I think after Gretchen was Mondo, they love Mondo. And, but there's this moment where Mondo hit the hit the nail on the head where he's like, still, um, I was his inspiration was like I was I was thinking about the opening credits of Mary Tyler Moore and Joanna Cole just opened up. She says, My notes say that you are the smartest person on this runway today because <laughs> Mary Tyler Moore is the reason why I moved to America and I was like, Oh no, <laughs> ding 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 ding, here we go. Um, I just thought it was so <laughs> Such a, it was such a humanizing moment for Joanna Coles. I just loved that that mm-hmm. time there. So, um, anyway, yeah, um, yeah. I think that's that's about it. And unless it was, oh, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Just had to touch on Nicholas for a little bit, just because this was. Um, <laughs> so of course we have Nicholas who's talking about circles, and um, his his mm-hmm. like his idea was first to take the concept of circle. And, you know, he's like, I thought that, like, Marie Claire actually stood for major circles. And so that's what I was going for. Right. Um, so let me talk more about my circles. And they're just like, ugh, too many details. Too many. Like, what is this? Looks like a mess. Um, yeah. Of course, you you know, you focus on, I mean, the Garcia is like, you focus on circles, but look at everything else you made. And um, Joanna Coles, who's just like, my notes say that you are utterly horrific. This is utterly ugly, utterly unsexy, utterly a failure. I can't imagine there being a brain inside of your utterly small head, you know, whatever. It's just like, she just like, it just was so incomprehensible to all of them. And um, you could see sort of like Nicholas just kind of shrinking on, on the, on the runway. And, Oh my God. It's just, he was, he was just so excited about all of it. Um, and especially the back. So that should help. Right. So they take off the coat. They're like, Oh, take off this ugly circle cape. We don't understand. And he's like, okay, but then you can look at the back. Like, let's see the back. And it's like, dun, dun, dun. 
that's where you uh, get like the death nail where it's like the thing that excited him the most about it this bobo knockoff of you know gretchen's patterned back reveal from last week um is the thing that really kind of like i think seals it for them that you know i think nina garcia was just like it just oh no michael kors says like it looks like her model got hungry and ate the back (laughs) right ate the outfit the outfit right so um you know major circles marie claire did not you know it it did not save nicholas so um yeah uh yeah i just I don't know. I it so I just wrote this one thing down. Like and Michael Kors is like, you know, it's not it, she she keeps a cape on. She's naked. She takes the cape off and, you know, well, she looks like she looks like the she could be the vice provost of a cult maybe. Just like, you know, he's as a religious sect, but I'm just like I feel like she could be in conversation with Kristen and perhaps also have you know, Jason's model as an administrative assistant, but of a cult instead of, you know, yeah. a, an Maybe illustrious a cult HBCU. About, like, yeah, like in the boardroom, in some kind of like shiny high rise boardroom where they discuss the curly fries of the future. Yes. Here's the cult leader. Yes. And it's sort of like you wouldn't get to meet her um, as the ultimate cult leader unless you've taken like seven classes that are all about just like we um we're really we're advocates for i don't know you know turtlenecks or something like we really we really think that the world should wear turtlenecks and then you then you get up to the the high rise and here you have this you know cult leader with no back and she's talking about circles and curly fries and you're like what am i am i in a cult oh no yeah but you're too deep into it you're too far you're too far gone into it so you have to believe whatever she's selling you and you have to take off your turtleneck and just wear this, you know, eaten out shirt and eat fries that curl. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Double crunch. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else to say? <laughs> anything else to say? No. No, no, no. No. I think I always feel so bad being like, I don't like it. I don't like it. You know, I watch this show because yeah. I want to like things. I know. Um, but we're not quite at the point where they're like comfortable enough with this whole process, it seems. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're, we're new. We're all new. Um, okay. So, Patricia, who yeah. is our winner? Who gets a 40 foot tall Times Square campaign shot by a photographer, Makari, and supermodel, and modeled by supermodel Coco Rocha. Yeah, who was really big in this era. Like, so, so, she was like grabbing all the jobs. Um, I mean, and, and deservedly so. Oh, the winner is Gretchen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and all of that, we get to see the photo shoot. We get to see Gretchen be surprised to see, oh my God, Coco Rocha! And um, we see the ad campaign in, and I guess that's what that's called, an epilogue of the of the episode. 
um, or a postscript of the episode. So mm-hmm. exciting. Um, I actually thought it was going to be Valerie. I totally forgot that Gretchen <laughs> won this challenge. Um, I was I was almost sure that they were going to choose Valerie. Um, yeah, me too. Me yeah. too. All right. And Patricia. Yes. Who goes home? I'm going to answer, but then I'm going to ask you the same thing. Okay. So um, Jason goes home. But now I have to ask you, Renez, who goes home? Nicholas. Nicholas, you have to go home now. (laughs) Yeah, Nicholas. It's a double... It's a double leave. I mean, dun, dun, dun. Oh, another twist at the end. I was just like, are we just getting rid of whoever we want now? <laughs> so. But you know what? I thought it was like a fair double leave. It was I, a fair double elimination. I agree. I agree. Um, it's also very scary for the designers. The designers are shooketh. Um, because, you know, and like Heidi did ask, ask the question after the deliberation, she's like, how many people do we want to get rid of today? And I was like, what? How many? How many? So, yeah. And then we have, you know, Jason leaves before Tim Gunn can wish him bon chance. Jason's like, gotta go guys, guy, you know, this is the, this is how we play the game. You know, this is how straight dudes do it. You know, I'm not, I'm not gay. You know, I can't handle this. I'm an oppressed. Can't stick around. I can't do this. I don't need no hugs. I'm fine. Um, so he so leaves, strange. and then Nicholas gets embraced. Um, I felt so sorry for Nicholas. I it it it. There was something going on there. He just looked like he just reverted back into being a three year old. Like he just looked so small and so young and really devastated. Yeah. Um, but um. Yeah, and it's 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 shocking and sad, especially since he loved he really loved what he thought he, he, he what he was he loved what he was doing. Um, this is a part of the process, and it's not it's not that easy transitioning to fashion from architecture. But you know, um, yeah, I wonder how he's doing today. But um, yeah, it was it was really sad. It's had goodbye. Um, all right. Anything else to say about this this episode? No, that that was that was all. I I have I have nothing else to say. No. Yeah. Well, um, listeners, let us know if you have any other things to say about this episode. <laughs> I mean, I have to say, like, I personally just I I enjoyed it so much. And um, yeah, if you guys have any thoughts on it, feel free to send us an email, send us a message on Instagram, Facebook, and let us know. Um, and before we go, Patricia, can you remind our listeners where they can find you? And do you have anything to share? Um, nothing to share. I can be found. You know, I just realized that I always say, oh, I'm I'm lurking. But I, I always mean to say loitering, not lurking, loitering. I'm very public, publicly loitering <laughs> <laughs> on on the work, the workroom um, podcast uh, Instagram account, I, I'm I'm liking comments. I'm making quips. Um, <laughs> I like it there, and I have you know I'm I'm tweeting and posting on Instagram as Sense and Sight. That's Common Sense and Optical Sight. S E N S E A N D S I G H T. And Ernest, I know that you um, are also on these platforms. Where can we find you? Yeah, I am at Erinez everywhere, H-E-R-N-E-A-S-E, and 
erinsavis.com and um, um, also on you can find me on all of our social media platforms for the workroom and um, yeah yeah I think that and yeah and that's it and I don't have anything to share yet um, I will in a couple of weeks <laughs> but I'm not mm-hmm. I will hold on to it and I'm gonna share it for a little bit and yeah. um, also, just a, you know, a shout out to Nalen. Nalen isn't with us this this uh, this time around. But if anyone caught Nalen as a part of the roundtable at the Brooklyn Museum event that they um, shared with us um, for uh, our last episode, um, I do think that recording might be available if you missed it. But it was a part of the um, the ongoing retrospective for Lorraine O'Grady, and um, I went to the event and I just. I thought was amazing. It was just so what what a wonderful conversation. So I'll, yeah, it was good. Yeah, and I'll keep that link in the show notes for you for you all too. So um, just wanted to sort of um, remind us and then also reshare it. So yeah, right. great. That. And listeners, before we go, please remember to rate this podcast and to if you love it, give it a good review. We appreciate it, and it helps other people find us. Yeah. And I want to say that I, you know, I we got a lovely listener note that um, about how you know it's <laughs> it's been helpful for them to to listen and in dealing with like anxiety and um, just sort of just a general uh, just it's it's been a t- we're we're still going through some really tough times and we're going to be going through this for quite some time, um, especially at the uh, end of a of a week with a lot of tragic deaths um, of. Um, uh, even particularly black and brown people. Um, and uh, again, like I have um, uh, links um, for Black Lives Matter initiatives and also um, links um, for um, um, Asian American Pacific Islander initiatives as well. And um, also just links about um, uh, to, to, to therapy, but also just want to say that I really, we really enjoy hearing from you all um, and and love that we're kind of like going through this Project Runway journey together and that we can use, we can, we can, you know, um, use the show to, uh, to um, relieve some of that stress. Um, but also it's just, it's just really wonderful being able to kind of hang out in podcast form with with all of you so um hoping you all are taking care of yourselves as best as you can um in the midst of everything and that you continue to stay safe and as safe as possible and to take care of yourself and one another as well so yeah yeah we really appreciate you all you guys are amazing all the best um yeah all right so um and until Next time, um, Nalen will be on the pod and we'll continue into season eight. And uh, until then, we'll both say goodbye. Bye. Bye.